clarity, connection, authenticity. I'm Alexa Ray, former mental health clinician turned life coach. I quit my full-time career because I was sick of working in a healthcare system where people were not getting the help they needed to actually shift and there were so many gaps present. I am shaking up the mental health game to help women reconnect to their authentic selves and rewrite their story from who they think they should be to who they want to be. In Authentically You, we'll be talking about all things that limit us from connecting to our authentic self. Trauma, self-worth, self-esteem, relationships, communication, addiction, self-compassion, body image, disordered eating, anxiety, challenging beliefs, all of these things. Bottom line is, I want this to help you feel seen, to help you feel safe, heard, and validated. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Authentically You. I am excited to talk about the topic I'm going to talk about today. It's something that I am versed in uh, quite thoroughly now at this point in my life, but there are still times when this shows up for me and I need to be very conscious of it. And so we're talking about how to say no to people. And this really is a layered thing in my opinion. And I'm talking about this today. And I decided to talk about this topic because something happened where I felt pressured by myself. Nothing else happened around going to a family event that I did not want to go to. And the great thing about my life is that I'm surrounded by people who I can feel confident and safe and bouncing things off of in the moments where I still have that societal messaging or that messaging that I was brought up with uh, around what I sh- feel like I should be doing versus what I genuinely want to do for myself, my own well being. And so I bounced the situation off of a couple of friends of mine who I felt safe with. And it was really eye opening. And, and it really helps when you have supportive people who can give you the objective facts about what's happening and remind you of what your alignment is and what your value system is. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to come out and talk about this because so many people struggle with saying no even to themselves in a situation. And so they're like, if you're listening, you know, you're a person who struggles to say no, you're known as a yes person, even when you're really overstressed, you're overbooked, you're too busy to take on anything else. If you struggle with any of this, number one, you're not alone. Number two, I've lived this life so intensely for so many years because that's what I was taught. And it really came down to the messaging that I wasn't enough, that I had to attach my worth to being needed by people and being um, liked by people. And that's usually what drives people to get to this place where they can't say no to other people. And I mean, sometimes it comes from trauma, other things, but really overall it's from struggles with self-worth in my opinion. And so I want to talk today because it's so important to learn how to say no to people, to their requests, um, being unable to contribute to more stress, which is ultimately going to lead to more resentment, right? So when I don't know how to say no to someone because of my own situation, um, you know, it makes me angry inside. It makes me feel resentful. And this is why I've done so much work and why I help so many women learn how to set boundaries is because we have to, if we want to live a mentally healthy life. And the cool thing is, is that we can learn how to say no to people 
And if we learn how to say no, it doesn't make us a bad person. You can still be a good person, a lovable person, a worthy person, and say no at the same time. And you can also know, learn how to say no without causing hurt to other people and impairing your relationships, right? Because there is a way that we can say no, but if we're coming from a place of setting boundaries and really being aware of what it is that we want to live out our life as, then and only then we'll be able to communicate our, our boundary and our no in a specific way. But if we're coming from a place of built up resentment from time and time again, of feeling like people are using us or feeling people are walking all over us, our our execution of our communication might not come across in the right way. And so I want to talk today about some, you know, why it's so important for us to talk to, to say no to people and how can we actually execute that? Okay. Um, and so when we think about, you know, why it's so important to say no to people, I'm wondering if there's people listening, thinking like, um, so I have more time, but other than that, I don't understand. So let's really break this down because there are various reasons as to why saying no is truly valuable in our lives. I think number one, and I go on about this all the time is establishing boundaries. I need to establish boundaries. If people need to understand what my boundaries are, I cannot expect people to mind read and, you know, know what my boundaries are without me expressing what those are. Right. And so boundaries really demonstrate what we are willing to accept in a relationship and how we expect to be treated in that relationship, whatever that relationship might be, whether it's at work, it's with an intimate partner or friends and family, you know, whatever that relationship is, I need people to understand what I am willing to accept in that relationship. And it's important not only for relationship dynamics, but also for our own mental well-being. Um, I think too, when it comes down to especially being a woman. We are taught to people, please. We are taught to say yes to everything and carry the burden and, and just to handle the stress. But when we learn to say no, when we learn to check in with ourselves, it limits our stress. And when we have less stress in our life, we are then more able to have healthy relationships, to put energy into things that we want energy to be put into. And so, um, when we take on too much really as a, as a woman and saying yes to things that we don't want to do, let's be real. We do this all the time. People, it creates excessive stress and stress then not only impacts our capacity for other people, it impacts our stress, our, our, sorry, our health, our well Um, it can lead to chronic illnesses. So many things are, are attached and correlated with high stress levels. It also, like I said earlier, if I learn to say no, it's going to decrease the amount of resentment that I feel. So if I say yes, when I really do not want to do the thing, even that's with, if let's say it's with my partner, if I say yes, even when I don't want to do those things, I'm going to end up, or I might end up resenting that person who made the request instead of really checking in with myself and really seeing, oh, this is on me because I should have set a boundary here. Right. And, and saying no is not an easy task at times. I truly understand that, but can help the relationship and the health and the, the sustainability of that healthy relationship in the long run. If we just learn to say no. Uh, and the last thing I want to note too, is that saying no can sort of lead to us having less regrets in our life. And I mean to say that because if I say yes to things that don't align with my values, my goals, 
I'm going to experience regret in the future because I'm thinking, well, and I can think of it as my own life. There are many situations that I genuinely wanted to say no. I didn't want to go to the event. I didn't want to hang out with the person. I didn't want to do the thing. And I said, yes. And I think about it at this point, I think, Ooh, I kind of regret that decision. You know, people say you don't regret regret anything. Sure. I learned a lesson from that situation, but I, I, I do kind of regret it, <laughs> you know? Um, and so being able to say no to people, um, means I'm going to have more time and, and, and energy to really pay attention to what I find is valuable. What really means the most to me. Okay. And so there, I just want to start by, I don't want to start cause we have already started Alexa. <laughs> I want to stop and say that there is nothing wrong with saying no when necessary. Let's be real. So when you're listening, you might be listening and thinking like, uh, it's all good in theory, Alexa, but how the heck do I learn to say no when it's so difficult? And I think there's one really important thing we have to really look at is learning to say no. And I think if you want to start out learning to say no, is learning to say no to new commitments, right? I can guarantee that most people listening to this probably have a pack schedule in some capacity in their life. They have a lot going on and they, you know, for example, with me, when, when I used to be like this is that I was working in a leadership position full-time. I was in school part-time. So taking two university courses, I was a part-time professor. I was a, a mom, a, uh, a wife, etc., and I, I still was taking on these new commitments, which I have no, I had no capacity to, and it made me really unwell. I was really stressed out. You know, sure, I got to be in the parent council. Sure, I got to do this. I got to do this. I can't say no to anything. But when you learn to say no to these things, you know, life changes. But that's back, that's back to another point. So some reasons why we don't want to say no. Number one, we don't want to hurt other people's feelings, right? We maybe, um, have learned that we shouldn't hurt other people's feelings, that we should be nice all of the time. Um, another reason that it's so hard is that we, there's a lot of guilt attached to learning to say no, you know, we might want to help other people and, and we really are scared that if we don't help these people or we let them down, I'm going to feel guilty about that later on. And, and, and it's often the result of past experiences where you felt a lingering sense of guilt, or you were taught to feel guilty or you saying no is attached to negative consequences in your childhood, right? There's a lot of things, um, that can lead to it. The big one for me was like, I thought I could handle it all. Right. Even if I knew in my mind that it was too much, I make this assumption that I could handle it. Like, oh, I'm a superwoman. I can handle all of this. And, or maybe it might be that you, you, um, want to be known as that person that can handle it. That was my thing too. Like I attached my identity to this woman who had her shit together and always could just take it all on. And either way in that situation, it ends up with a lot of piling up of unnecessary stress on your life. And at the end of the day, is that what matters? You know, when I look, think about, you know, when I'm 10 years from now, is it going to matter that much? Or is my health and my well-being going to matter? And let's be real, that was going to matter. Um, and the last point I think is why it's so hard is, is what I find with a lot of women is people pleasing, you know, learning, learning to say no is particularly difficult if we come from a people pleasing perspective. And I did a whole podcast on people pleasing. So please go and check that out. Um, but unfortunately tendencies, tendencies like people pleasing can lead to patterns of self-neglect, self-sacrifice, self-betrayal 
in order to feel like we are enough in this world. And that's another story for another day. But I think that whether you say yes, instead of no, out of guilt, inner conflict, um, this misguided notion that you can do it all like myself, uh, learning to say no to more requests is one of the biggest gifts that you can give your friends certain your friends, that's how I said yourself. It's one of the biggest gifts that you can give yourself and not only yourself for the people that you love as well. Because when I have more capacity and I'm not that I'm not more stressed, I'm a better partner. I'm a better mom, a better friend. I'm a better, you know, boss, all of those things. I am just a better, well-rounded, um, well human being that can tolerate and, and has capacity for more things that I want to have capacity for like the people I love. And, um, I think it's really questionable. Like when, when do we say no then? Right. I really think that checking out your own priority list and understanding what it is that you have on your to-do list, let's say already is a really valuable thing to do. Cause some people don't really look at a full week's calendar, let's say, and they add on one hour extra of this meeting, taking care of this meeting that they, that they want to attach this title to their name without looking at how that's genuinely going to impact their life. And I always say to people, if you're feeling overwhelmed by your to-do list, break it down into, into three categories. Number one, what do I have to do? Like generally, what do I have to do? Number two, what do I want to do? And number three is what do other people want me to do? And then really learning if it's what other people want me to do, that's when we implement the no, right? That's when that's a good capacity to say no. And so let's think about, you know, if you're at work, um, and this was a big one for me when I was in corporate healthcare it was like, I was trying to climb that corporate ladder. I wanted to have the next leadership position and the next leader, zip leadership position and so on and so on. And therefore I never said no. And that was really impactful for my own well-being. And so saying no at work is very necessary at times, but it can come with added pressures, especially as a woman in the workplace. And so turning down projects might lead to fears that you're going to be passed over for promotions, right? This is a big thing for me or, or having that raise. You might worry that saying no to coworkers will negatively affect your relationship with them. And it is important to remember that it is very difficult to perform at work and keep your mental health in check. If you take on too much, when you're overworked, it means you're not going to be able to do your best. You're going to struggle it's going to hurt productivity, the quality of your work, right? So when you're at work, you need to learn to say no and really think of this is one thing I'm working with one of my clients right now is learning to say no and set boundaries. Because if you never do that, they are going to continue to give you more and more because they think that you can handle it all. So if you're having struggles at work with saying no, I want you to really stop and remind yourself that you need to use your time to do the best possible work on the things that you're working on now, not taking on the hundredth task. And, and workplaces, unfortunately, are very guilty of this. I always say, and this doesn't account for every workplace, but a lot of places I've worked is that they see you as a number. It's always about budget. It's always, you know, how can I give this person more work instead of hiring another person to do more, to doing other work, right? And it doesn't change until we the people doing the work stand up for ourselves, right? If we look at saying no in a relationship, so let's say to our partner, 
um, or our most best friend, anything like that. But when we talk about our partner specifically, it can be challenging, you know, um, depending on the safety in the relationship, this is specifically talking about, you know, I feel like a relationship where you feel safe with your partner. Um, you might want to say yes to things that your partner wants or needs, but it's really important, really important, my friends to protect your own needs and your own interest in the relationship as well right? We do not want codependency coming up. We do not want to always be abandoning ourselves to meet the needs of our other part of our partner, because then we're going to impact our own self-worth. And that also in turn will impact your relationship. Um, and, 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 you know, sometimes for me to meet my own needs, my interest in my, in myself, in my relationship, it means I need to set boundaries and I need to say no in my relationship. So when we create boundaries, we really, help our partner get a better understanding of what is important to me. What is my a high value to me? And this can really help them to get to understand us better. And that's what relationships should be about. You should have capacity and safety to really understand each other on a deeper level. And this, if you have that, that ground, it's going to strengthen your relationship because relationships are about give and take saying no to your partner might mean making consequences. An example would be, you might say, no to hanging out with your, one of your partner's friends on the weekend, but to agree to attend a work event with your partner, right? So it's not about always saying no and having what I would call walled boundaries where you do nothing that, um, you know, in a partnership, that's not how it works. You have to be flexible, willing to compromise. And this is going to allow you to support your partner while still making time for yourself. The other, the other section I want to talk about is friends and family. And, and this is the one that really influenced me to come on and talk about this today is that saying no to family and friends can be really difficult for people because we don't want to disappoint people. We don't want people to see us as a bad, a bad sister, a bad child, whatever it is. And we don't want to disappoint the people that are closest to us. Right. And family and friends are also the ones who know us quite well, usually, and they often can phrase their request in a way that's guaranteed to get a positive response to you because they know how to get you to say yes. And so if this is the case for you, you know, you really need to practice this and, and find ways to set boundaries and say no to friends and family. It's very important because you will feel the guilt. Ultimately, you're like, this is my, this is my, my cousin. This is my dad. This is my brother, right? Whatever it is, you have to learn to simply say no and stand firmly in your ground. And I think the big thing is that I am, I am responsible for setting my own boundaries. I am responsible for taking care of my own needs. And it's not my responsibility to caretake the emotional response of that person, that family member, you know? Um, and so I think you know, when we're thinking about saying no to someone, if you're really struggling with this, you're not really understanding, should I turn down a request? Should I just say no to everything, Alexa? You know, like, how do we do this? I think there's some questions that we really should ask ourselves is number one, does saying yes to this support my goals or is it aligned? Is it in alignment with my values? Right. Um, are there challenges that would make saying yes more difficult in this situation? Uh, will saying yes hurt or help my own mental well-being? Am I abandoning myself and my own needs and wants to help this other person? You know, a big question and it's simple. Do I actually want to do this? Really, really simple and hard. One of the hardest questions to answer in this situation. 
Um, I think too, you know, will saying yes to this create more stress? Will it contribute to me feeling burnt out in my life? Um, will saying yes to the request prevent me from doing something else that's more important to me? And I think when it comes down to it, we really have to reflect and give ourselves time to reflect on whether we want to do this. Because a lot of times, another thing with saying no is that we feel pressured that we have to say yes or no right away. We, and we don't, we can take time to reflect and say, I need some time to reflect on this. Let me get back to you tomorrow, or let me get back to you in a couple hours, you know, whatever it is. Um, that's the big thing. And so the one thing I, I struggle with is that when people they'll say, how do I say no to people? They'll start with, I'm sorry. I can't do that right now. Are you truly sorry? You know, I don't think that starting something with, I'm sorry all the time is valuable. Now, if it's, let's say your best friend, you can just apologize. I'm really, I, I apologize, but I really don't have time for this right now. That makes sense. Right. But if you're always saying I'm sorry first, and I am from Canada, so I am aware that we say sorry all the time. It's something I haven't been I haven't, I've been working really hard not to say no, so no, um, not to say I'm sorry every time I bump into some of the grocery store. Cause that's just what Canadians do. And I'm like, Oh, excuse me. You know, which is more appropriate, but I don't know where that came from in Canada anyway. But I think that there are some aspects of saying, I'm sorry. First, I cannot do this right now versus just saying I'm sorry because you want that person to feel like you truly still value that relationship. A really big one for me is let me think about it. Like I said, let me reflect on that. You know, if you're really uncomfortable with being firm and you're new to saying no to people or exploring this avenue, or or maybe it's even that you're dealing with a really pushy person, it's okay to say, let me reflect on that and get back to you because this is going to give you a chance to review your schedule, consider your options, look at your values, check in with yourself to see if you genuinely want to do this. Um, and this is really going to help you make a better decision. Like example would be is this situation, you know, with my family, I talked about, I slept on it and it, sleeping on it gave me a whole new perspective because so much happens in our brain when we sleep. And so it, it gives me time to think about, you know, is this something that I generally, generally want to do or, or does it decrease the pressure for myself in overscheduling or even just if I don't want to do it, I don't know if it made sense there, but um, another one you can think about, like we talk about is the compromise, right? And all of these different approaches are based off of the situation or the relationship at hand. Um, you can simply say like, I, I can't do this, but I, here is what I, something I can do. Right. So if there's something that you're willing to do or compromise again, really check in with yourself, you're allowed to compromise and, and check in with that. So no, I'm trying to think of an example right now. Um, no, I can't take the garbage out, but I can take the garbage out tomorrow. I don't have time right now. Something like that. Right. Um, but when you're saying, no, I, I really need you to make sure that you're being firm and you're not over explaining, you're not overly apologetic or really defensive, simply just be firm and polite, right? No, no is a complete sentence. I want you to know that. Um, and, and if someone is not respecting your boundaries, it's a whole other situation. But if it's saying no, and someone's really trying to get, come on, just take my dog for a walk this one time, you know, I've done so many things and you're, I've already said, I don't have capacity for that. Just keep repeating yourself. Or if they keep saying, you just say like, I've told you my answer and now I don't want to have this conversation anymore. You know, we need to be firm and polite. We also need to be clear and simply giving them the answer without feeling like, I have to continually explain why I'm saying no, and then skip excuses, meaning that 
you know, oh, I don't, oh, I just, you know, I, I, uh, I would do that, but I just don't have the money for it right now. And then you go and get a new tattoo and they know that you have money. Let's just be real and authentic people. Okay. Um, I think about, you know, the last thing is like thinking about what are some ways that we can say no to people. You could say, I'm too busy today. I don't have capacity. That's my favorite one is even if one of my good friends, you know, will say like, I need to talk with them. Like, I don't have capacity for that right now, but I can chat with you tomorrow. You know, something like that. Um, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Is there some other way I can help you? I, you can come from a place of feelings, you know, how you're feeling using your five senses. I feel overwhelmed right now with work. And so I'm going to have to say no to that. Um, you know, it sounds really fun, but I'm tired, you know, and, and like I said, no is also a complete sentence. So I really hope this is a valuable conversation. I am using this as a reminder for myself. And I hope this is also a reminder for other people who are struggling. And I really want to just remind you that your worth is not dependent on being a yes person. You are enough without being needed by other people. Remember that please. And so I'm sending you so much peace and love. And there's also a song um, by Megan Trainer. It's called My Name Is No. My name is no. My son is no. My number is no. It's also a good song. So check that out. <laughs> okay, have a good day. Hello, lovely human. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Authentically You. It truly, it means a lot to have you here listening. And I hope you really took something away from this episode. If you are ever looking for more, check me out on Instagram. I am posting inspirational stuff there all the time. And if you ever want to dig deeper, please reach out to me as well. And let's have a chat about you doing some deeper one-on-one healing. Because let me tell you, that is when the true magic happens.